Welcome back to NFT Talks Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. And today I have a friend of mine. He's an artist based out in Chicago. He goes by the name of Goldie. He's doing amazing things with the NFT space. And just to think, last year he was wasn't even he didn't consider himself as an artist. He hadn't touched any paints and he decided to start painting and create NFTs. And he's done so much since then. Um, a lot to announce on the show. He's, he does one-of-one art. He's got a PFP project dropping, but it's just great to hear his journey and how he's overcome obstacles within the space because he's done so much. So guys, please subscribe, share, and let's help build this community. Yeah, good to go then, yeah? Yep. Go. All right. Welcome back to the NFT Talks podcast. And we're here with our first episode of the year. Yeah, so I'm happy to have my brother on. Um, we, 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 go, we, we said we're going with Goldie, yeah? So because you go by many names, but the name we're going by, we're going with is Goldie. He's an amazing artist based out in Chicago. He's doing. He's been doing amazing things in 2021. Um, so if you haven't heard about him yet, you're definitely going to hear about him very soon. So we're going to get into what he's been doing in the NFT space, uh, projects he's got coming up, his experience, because uh, he's got, you've, you've had a bit of a journey, brother, haven't you? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a long journey, man. I mean, it's been a short journey, but it's been a long journey, if you understand yeah. what I mean. NFT long, NFT years long. Yeah, man, I feel like an OG. I mean, people call me an OG, and it's like, what? You know what I'm saying? But it's it's cool, man. It's moving so fast, but I love it, bro. I love yeah. it. But yeah, welcome to the NFT Talks podcast, man. And I know that you've been on my radar from, say, mid last year, week. We connected, um, and we and we, when I was doing the artist artist spotlights, and that, I think it's around the time when you really just started, and you were letting yeah. me know that look, I'm an artist out in Chicago. This I might have, <laughs> I might have just got accepted to Known Origin, man, and that was around like July or August. Yeah, so yeah. like you said, around kind of like the end yeah. of the summer, maybe. Yeah, that's when we that's when we started connecting, bro. We started connect. We connected. We didn't really speak that much at that point, and but I remembered. I remember seeing your work, and you're like, "Look, this is my work. People, are, people love it. People buy my work." Like it was almost like I could, I could tell by the the email. It was like you were like you were going through it, like you're saying you were, you were kind of surprised, but you were like, "Look, this is happening for me," kind of thing. So right. <laughs> I, I remember getting yeah, that, email, and then we reconnected uh, when we was in a Twitter space. Uh, with known origin talking about diver- the importance of diversity in NFT space, and that's when I seen yeah. your name again, and I was like, I, I recognize, I spoke to this guy already, man, and I heard you speaking about what you're doing, known origin, and your work, and you're doing so well. And then we reached out, and we had a conversation. So I'm glad that we connected and we spoke since then, uh, because it's important to keep. I know that you've you've grafted and you put your work in now, and it's. I, I want you to. I want people to hear your experience because you've gone from not being. Not doing no art at all, not being an artist to, to, to be one of the most popular artists in the space. Um, so, man, yeah. Sean, you know, you know, something that's crazy just this morning. Um, I was kind of just looking through, you know, like analytics, you know, being an artist or whatever, you kind of just want to see how not, not so much popular you are, but just analytics in general, just to see how you're doing. So, I created something called a with Koji, it's basically like a, a 
it's like a link tree. It's, it's just another link tree. You can do a little more with it, um, you know, add background, stuff like that. And um, I created it around the summertime, I believe, or, or maybe around the time I met you. I believe it was around the time once I got accepted to Known Origin. And man, I just looked at the analytics like early this morning and like the actual link has been clicked over like a thousand times. It's been seen in over 70 different countries like countries man and it was just like what like it's it's a lot of the things that are still i I feel like i'm dreaming sometimes bro like for real it's it's still it's still like unreal to me to be here to be talking to you to be talking to you know a lot of people that i've been able to meet you know in these past how many months nine months or something like that is crazy it's amazing man It's, it's amazing dude and, and, and I can vouch for that work, your work being global, man, because I mean, even what one, I went to an art gallery in, in my city, Birmingham, which is still quite <laughs> a lot going on with NFTs, in, particularly in my city. Um, and uh, your work, yours, one, your work was one of the pieces that got sold. You know what I mean? So Yeah, man, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy, dude. It's, it's crazy. Like you said, to go from not being an artist at all or not no one in my, my family not knowing I make art to people in different countries know I make art, you know what I'm saying? And that in less than a year, it's like, how, dude, it's, it's crazy, man. Let's get into it, bro, let's get into it. Um, let's talk about, obviously, you hearing about NFTs to you actually producing your first NFT, not doing art. In fact, no, I want to go further back, because obviously I, I know a little bit about yourself already, but I want to hear your story. Um, I think leading up to now, it's it's inspiring and, it, and it's going to be important to share with with individuals, anyone that's listening or watching. Okay, so I'll try to kind of make it as short as I can, yeah. but um, it's it's kind of detailed. So I got into, I mean, it started with crypto. That's kind of something that I tell people. I mean, now I actually teach people about NFTs. So one of the first questions questions I ask them is, are you familiar with crypto? Because I feel like crypto is kind of step one, you know what I'm saying? If you're not familiar with crypto and how wallets work and all that, it's, it's going to be kind of hard to teach you about NFTs and how they work. So I started off investing in crypto um, in 2020, like I would say maybe the summertime or uh, no, I guess early in the year of 2020. Um, I was investing in Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin, cat, like everything, man. I just, I loved crypto and I saw, you know, I understood inflation and I saw just how the world was going. And I'm like, yeah, man. I mean, I wasn't early, obviously, but I was just like, yeah, you know, I understand it now. So I'm going to start investing. So I started investing. Um, I had a good job. I was putting a lot of money into crypto. So fast forward to the beginning of last year. Um, I didn't even know what an NFT was. I didn't find out what an NFT was until around February, I believe, February or March. And um, my first introduction to NFTs was NBA Top Shots. I know you know what that is. Yeah, for people that don't, <laughs> For people that don't know what NBA Top Shots is, the best explanation is video clips of basketball players that you, you somewhat owning, own, you know, having ownership of video clips of NBA, you know, LeBron James dunking on somebody or something like that. And I heard about it on YouTube. What was funny, bro, I was looking up a basketball video. I found out about it from a basketball YouTuber. 
Okay. I'm really into basketball. So it, it I wasn't looking anything up about technology or art or anything like that. I just happened to, you know, be subscribed to a basketball dude and he was talking about NBA top shots and NFTs. Did you when understand? I first heard about it? Did you understand no. at that point though? Did you think no okay, that makes Bro. sense? Okay, cool. Bro, when I first heard it, I thought it was the dumbest thing I'd ever heard in my life. I, I'm I'm telling you now, dude, I, I couldn't wrap my head around anybody wanting to own anything that's accessible online as far as a picture or anything that you can right click save it or you know send it to a million people if you want to. So it, it didn't register with me. Then um whenever people did people have his 69 million dollars sale in like March, wasn't it? I believe of mm, last year. Yeah, I'm not that's I think don't it remember was the March. Uh, I can't remember the exact dates, man. It's like I said, it's been a whirlwind. So well, whenever well, okay, so when that you know it was early last year. So yeah, when yeah. that happened, it it clicked in my head. It was like, okay, now I I can connect the NFT to art. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I can understand why somebody would pay this amount of money for this art. So I still wasn't making art myself. I still was, you know, just a regular guy. So I understood NFTs though. So it's like, okay, I have this crypto. By that time, I, you know, just with prices going up and everything, I had a pretty substantial amount of crypto. So I'm like, okay, I understand how NFTs work. I'm finna buy some. So man, my first NFT I bought is a project called Hashmask. Are you familiar yeah. with that? That's my favorite project, man. That's my okay. all time. Mm -hmm. The art, the the NCT token that they distribute every day. Mm. I, I love you, the whole. Is that inspiration from your work? Would you say that? Has, has it, to... it, I, I would say, yep. I, I definitely yeah. would, man. I love yeah. Hashmask. I mm. love Hashmask. So that was the first NFT I bought. I paid like 1.5 ETH or something for it. So I bought that. I bought a couple of NFTs. You know, I was splurging, man. I, I, I was <laughs> excited because I understood the technology and everything like that. So this is where it gets bad. <laughs> so uh, it was one weekend, man. Uh, my mom asked me if I, uh, she could borrow my laptop for the weekend or whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's fine. So I removed MetaMask, the extension from my laptop. I let my mom borrow my laptop. I think you know where this is going. Oh, you know, man. when I got it, when I got it back, I went to re-download the extension on MetaMask and it was like a phishing site or, you know, it was the wrong MetaMask. It asked, you know, it said you needed to recover your account or whatever to put your seed phrase in. Oh. I put my seed phrase in. But what's oh. so crazy, man, is they didn't clean me out instantly. They they did. It took days for them to do it. So when it first happened, I tried to, you know, I, I put my seed phrase in and tried to get into my account. And it just said like error or, or whatever. So I'm like, okay, whatever. It didn't work. Let me try when I get home. I was so like new to everything. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't know. So days go by, bro. Um, days go by. I'm still buying NFTs, selling NFTs. I'm still moving. Like everything is fine, bro. And uh, one morning I woke up and I had notifications set for when, you know, transactions were going back and forth man to wake up to see like just a list of trends yes it's it's funny now but man when i tell you at that time i i had like pretty much everything into crypto and nfts they cleaned oh. me out they sold all my nfts for whatever 
you know, highest bid was, you know, how yeah, people yeah, can yeah. like bid or, or throw offers on your items, mm -hmm. even if they're not for sale. Man, they sold all of my NFTs. They cleaned me out, dude. So, do you reckon they what? Okay, we don't want to dwell on the whole situation, but do you reckon they watched when you used it? So they waited to when you were asleep to actually do this. I don't know, man. It's, how you woke up it, and then everything was gone? Like, where happened when you were awake? That's a good question, man. So I don't, I don't know if they were keeping up with my or if they actually mm -hmm. knew who I was and knew oh, yeah, where true. I lived and maybe true. knew the time you know what I'm saying true, maybe true, knew true. the okay it's two in the morning out here in Chicago this dude is probably asleep I don't know how you don't know how hackers and, and yeah. these dudes do it it's, it's crazy man these scammers are crazy so I had lost everything man I was um super depressed I had like family stuff going on so this was April um, I had family, you know, issues going on. I was just super depressed. I lost all that money. I didn't know what to do. So literally, man, um, I, I say, man, I, I, I'm not like, I don't want to put religion into it, but man, I, I thank God, or I feel like God kind of told me like, dude, pick up a paintbrush and start making some art. And it was, it was kind of like that dude. One day I was just kind of laying down and it was like, man, let me start making some art, which is so crazy, right? So I'm like, okay, let me start making art. So I went to, you know, the arts and crafts store, bought some super small canvases because I didn't want to waste money because I didn't know if I could paint or if anybody would like it. So I bought some paint, bought some canvases, bought some brushes, and I, you know, started painting my first NFTs and I already knew how everything worked. You know what I'm saying? My wallet was already, you know, I had already paid the initiation fee or whatever on OpenSea because I had already started buying NFTs. So I knew how everything worked. So it wasn't a hard transition from buying NFTs to selling my own NFTs. You feel me? So I, you know, started listing them. They were for super affordable prices or whatever. And what did you start? I at? never. I think that's important to say. Like, what's what? Man, what, like zero, like zero. I think my first NFT I sold it was the equivalent of like five dollars of Ethereum. Any it was like zero point zero zero. Any regrets? No. Okay, so you, nope. would you would you still recommend that now for a new artist? No, okay. I, I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend it for a new artist, but it's what is your definition of a new artist i was literally a new artist yeah. where my mom didn't even know i knew how to make art i had never sold art to anyone so i had no idea how to price my art so somebody quote unquote new into nfts they may have been super successful in the traditional sense you know what i'm saying have had their art at galleries and all this other stuff and they knew where to price their art i didn't so yeah. i never i never envisioned i would be here today bro at all you know what i'm saying so uh, it was kind of just like if they sell, they sell. If they don't, they don't. You know, this is just kind of something that I'm trying. So, would you intention to? I want to know. Reason I'm asking, I'm cutting you, but would you intention to make money then? Because if you you had lost all your money at that point, you said, okay, I'm going to make art and I'm going to sell it as an NFT. Okay, that's cool. I, but you're selling for five. Honestly, so then you honestly, so you're not going to make honestly, a lot of money no, because I, I I still had a job, so I was still. Yeah. I wasn't down and out, you know what I'm saying? I still had my job. So it wasn't like I was fully relying on this crypto that I had saved up. It was just a hit on, you know, the money that I had. So okay. I looked I looked at it as, I don't want to say I didn't take it serious, but it was literally just a chance. I, I didn't 
I had nobody that said, hey, I like your art. Hey, I bought, you know, no one had bought my art before or anything. So it was literally a shot in the water, dude. And and we'll see what happens. So, you know, I, I started listing NFTs and it took maybe like two weeks, dude, for me to sell my first one. And like I said, it was for like 0. 0.000, you know, however many zeros, but it didn't matter, dude. It, it, it was just like, man, somebody that, doesn't know me from Adam that could be anywhere in this world paid you know their hard-earned money for some artwork that I made and it just it just opened up you know the possibilities and it was just like okay I might have something here so I continue to make art and everything just kind of happened really fast um yeah, I, <laughs> I started making art I made an Instagram page I started from zero um I already had a Twitter, but, you know, Twitter was kind of dying before NFTs. Nobody was really on Twitter like that. I had, you know, maybe two, 300 followers on Twitter. I wasn't active at all on Twitter. So once I started selling a few, it was like, okay, let me try to brand myself. So I created like my profile picture. That's been my profile picture forever. You know, I, I told myself, even if I get, you know, crypto rich and I buy all these projects or whatever, I want to keep my profile picture to be recognizable to people when they see me pop up in all these spaces or whatever. It's like, oh, it's Mr. Goldie. That's him. You know, so I, I decided to do that. I, I kind of took it serious, basically, after I sold a few. It was like, OK, now this, this may not be a joke. I may have something here for real. So I started to really kind of take it serious. And. I was still learning how to paint and learning just art in general, but everything was moving so fast, dude. You know, NFTs move super fast. So within maybe two months, I got, this all happened really fast, dude. This happened in the span of like a couple of weeks. I got a foundation invite from one of my friends. I got accepted to Known Origin like two or three weeks later. I had um, the Stratosphere event. It was an event with Sabet and... Gabe Weiss, a bunch of like big NFT, you know, the big dogs and NFTs. Mm -hmm. And it was um exhibition in China, like a, a physical exhibition in Beijing, China. And I had, it, it was like a big screen where you had the possibility, it was me and I think 500 other artists, but not everyone was chosen to be on display on this huge like monitor for everyone. But I was one of the artists that was chosen. So it was like... <laughs> You know, I, I, I everything started happening so fast, man. I, I got on Clubhouse. Um, I was able to kind of tell my story to people and people kind of resonated with it. I was able to talk to people that I would have never been able to. Man, I, I, I spoke to George Lopez, man. George Lopez follows me on Clubhouse right now, dude. Like, George <laughs> Lopez. Like, it's like I, I was able to talk to just a bed and, and you know, a, a lot of people that I still, you know, keep in touch with today. I was able to introduce myself to them and kind of get that respect from these people that I looked up to. So oh, I, I want to ask you a question. Um, what what define what what defines success for you then in the NFT space at that point? Maybe not now, but at that point, because you're saying it isn't money driven because you're not, you stop like, okay, you're selling NFTs, but you said you started selling for five dollars or so on. So you're not making hundreds of thousands of dollars at that point right and okay then and then you're getting onto these energy space but it's still early and i mean at that point so, okay. people were buying nfts not everyone was buying nfts at that point 
So, so success, this is the perfect yeah. answer for your question. So success to me at that point, or, you know, during the first six months of my art slash NFT career was getting known. I, people, you, they have to know you to buy your artwork. So I understood that I had to market myself first, as opposed to, you know, I don't want to say it's not all about the art, but it's not all about the art. You, you know, when people buy art from a one of one artist, it's I, I feel like it's the whole package. You know what I'm saying? It's the, it's the image along with the art. So I wanted to make it known like who I was. I wasn't afraid to speak on clubhouse talks and all this other stuff, because one, I didn't really look up to people like that because I didn't know these artists. I was so new to like art in general. So it was like, okay, your art is cool. But I, you know, I would learn later that, oh, this dude has worked for this place and this dude has done this and this and this. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm kind of glad I didn't know that when I introduced myself to you, I might've been a little nervous. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know what, so, you know, Goldie, I feel like you, things you touched on there, along with what you're saying, is that you're quite, you seem, and from my experience, you're an open person, open book, you'd come out and speak about your journey from, like you said, Clubhouse, you were doing that. And I think at that point, Clubhouse was very active and you'd, there'd be a lot of people on there. So you'd be able to, if you were open at speaking about yourself, it was a good place to kind of market yourself, even if you wasn't doing it for that reason, but people yeah. buying to people, people buying to stories, people buying to people's journeys, I quickly made friends. Yeah. Um, it's one it's one clubhouse room that I remember vividly that I because I, I was still working. So mm. I, I stopped working around like like I said, how fast all this happened, man. I I haven't worked since maybe like August, I believe, maybe wow. July, August. So I've been NFTs have been supporting me and my family and everything. And I've been living comfortably since like the middle of last year. But um, it was a particular clubhouse room that uh, Jafeth or Jafeth, I, I can't remember how to pronounce his name, J-A-F-E-T-H. It was uh, like, I, I can't remember, man, but he had a particular room every morning and I, it, it always started when I started work. So at my job, I was able to have headphones in and, you know, do my job. So every morning, man, I would check in and it used to be like Art Jedi and it, Zoe, a bunch of people that are like big in, in the NFT space. They used to all be in this clubhouse room in the mornings and we used to always just chat. So I was able to build friend, like genuine kind of friendships with people just off the strength of you know, I'm at work every morning. What's up, y'all? It's Tuesday. Y'all know where I'm at. You know, how y'all doing? <laughs> it was just cool, man. And, and yeah, I think that helped me a lot too, just being open and not being afraid to tell my story and not being afraid to just talk to people, man. That helped um, a lot. Tell me, okay, so you've gone, NFTs has changed your life, I would say, because you're <laughs> not, in, in regards to working, because you're not having to work anymore and it's supporting you financially and so on. So, I mean, this is something that, yeah, money's just one part of it, but I also think it's, it attracts a lot of people into the space of the opportunities and it's obviously created a lane and opportunity for you. So would you have to talk, I want you to just explain a bit more about that, like to the, to the levels of like finances to, I mean, not the particular actual figures, but around like, how were you able to leave work <laughs> and, how, and, and, how, and how did that feel you know what I mean like 
you know what's you know what's crazy man i've been able to literally sustain you know my way of living off of me not i haven't been able to buy into people's projects like that because i mean me telling you that i started off selling nfts for like five dollars i mean i've i was slowly able to you know increase my floor price but even still i'm not selling for like a million dollars you know what i'm saying so i'm still kind of not necessarily going nft to nft you know i'm, I'm comfortable but it was just I don't want to say luck, man, but it was it was crazy. It was a lot of things that kind of happened. So something that's weird, man, is I tend to sell NFTs in waves. So it will be uh, waves along with consistency. Um, I, I looked up my wallet recently and just like the activity, I think the longest I went in between the NFT sale was like only like 20 days or something like that, 20 something days. So I mean, consistently, you know, every, you know, what I'm saying every month or whatever, I've been selling NFTs. So it, it would it would be sporadic days where I would sell like six, seven NFTs in a day, just random. Like I, I hadn't talked like, to anybody or nothing. Maybe hundred dollars, thousand dollars. You said yeah, they would be for like yeah, like point point one point one five, and then I would sell like six or seven of them in a day, just hey, yeah, 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 randomly. You know, so <laughs> I would come up on a couple thousand dollars just that I wasn't anticipating or anything like that, and I try to live comfortably too. You know, just off of my bills and all that stuff, mm. I transitioned kind of the way I, I live because I know that the the money is not guaranteed you know what I'm saying it's it's not a job that I've relied on my whole life where it's guaranteed income you know this yeah. is something that this is my first time actually being an entrepreneur and you know doing the, you know being my own boss I guess you could it's funny say that so, you say that though like is it funny that you and I, I don't know I'm not sure about your work in where you work but it's funny how you view it that way this is your first time being an entrepreneur, which is, that's how, that is what is happening to a certain extent. I know that artists entering the space and they were just artists. We don't care about nothing but the work, but now you're running your own business. You're looking after the way. If you want all these perks in regards to royalties and all that stuff, it comes with responsibility. You need to know how to market your work. You need to put right, how, man. put it in the right places. What do your collectors want? What, what else can you offer in the long run to gain the value that you're getting? And you're clearly taking that approach, which I think is, it should be the obvious thing, but I don't think everyone has that approach. I think, I think that I'm just now starting to, I was talking to one of my friends about this yesterday, man. I think now I'm just like starting to get into my like zone as far as like truly understanding kind of the type of artist that I am and the type of art that I like to make. Like I like to make monsters and stuff like that. I think it took a while just being, you know, new to business and, and new to entrepreneurship to really understand it. And then I'm in this all day, every day, man. So this is something that all day I'm on Twitter spaces, all day I'm talking to people about NFTs. This is something that I dedicated my life to, you know what I'm saying? So it's only right that you grow and understand kind of your power or your position. So I think like what you said, a lot of people don't understand like their voice or the or the power that they have. And I think that I'm kind of aware of 
the power that I have. And as I get more known as an artist, I want to be able to do more to just help people, man. It, it sounds crazy or people may not believe me, but I want to help people. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I want to help people because no. I would I, I would want someone to help me if I was down. You know what I'm saying? So I've done things like little giveaways. I gave away like 20 Tezos uh, at the beginning of December to different artists. Um, I did with Known Origin, the Choose Love collection where, you know, all of that money is going to, towards refugees. So I'm, I'm all down for like giving back, dude, because mm. it's so amazing that I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm, I'm aware that <laughs> this is a blessing, dude. And I just want to kind of give back to people and help other people. So that's amazing. And I think we need more and people like yourself in the space. There are a lot of people like you to also just love giving back. It seems to be a running trend of the community, of the energy space at the early stages. Obviously there's a lot of more people entering the space now. Um, so let, so let, me, let, me, let, me, <laughs> let me add to this now. So now with me saying that I'm like kinda, I feel like I'm at the next like step or level in my NFT career. Mm. I'm way more aware or way more strategic with what I'm doing. Like the PFP project that I told you that I'm coming out yeah, with yeah, in February. Um, so uh, the PFP project will be called Scary Gary's. Um, and Scary Gary is the nickname of my hometown, Gary, Indiana. So I live in Chicago right now, but I'm from like the Chicagoland area. Um, Gary, Indiana is like 20 miles from downtown Chicago. So it's it's super close. So my PFP project will be pretty much based on me. I'm the only artist. It's me and one other person, man. It's me and my developers. So all the artwork, all the inspiration, all the concepts, everything is is done by me. And it's a really cool kind of different take on on your quote unquote, you know, generative project. It's it's gonna be different, man. It's gonna be it incorporates. You should try to speak okay. about it. Like what is let it? Me, how many how many how many like Okay, how, how so NFTs are there? What is, I, talk, is it? Is a utility? Is it one? I, I want to hear yes, more. It, like. It's definitely okay. So I'm trying to pick and choose what I want to tell you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but okay, so utility is it, it will definitely be utility. Um, something that I gave people a chance to do was to buy into my NF like any NFT of mine before the end of 2021 because people that own an NFT of mine will get rewarded once my project drops. That's kind of all I can say about that right now, but um, it's definite uh, utility as far as future airdrops um, to, to people, you know, to owners of the Scary Garys. Um, I'm a former military veteran. I actually live on a military veteran's base. So um, I talked to the VA and I plan on doing, you know, a certain percentage to give back to the VA. Um, a certain percentage I want to give back literally to the community as far as buying into people's projects that or doing giveaways stuff, you know, stuff of that nature. Um, it's a lot of things in Chicago, like organizations that I'm still trying to, this will be like an ongoing, you know, yeah, it's, it's a start roadmap. <laughs> right, right, right. It's, it's some things that I'll be able to kind of get out right out the door, depending on how successful my project is right out the door. But it's things that, you know, I want my community to grow with me and understand that, you know, if you trust in me and 
my progression as an artist, then you'll be rewarded. You know what I'm saying? As, as time goes. So it's, it's a lot of kind of like giveaways and charities and stuff like that, that I want to kind of donate to in the Chicagoland area and my hometown of Gary, Indiana. And yeah, man, it's, uh, how many NFTs, uh, how many NFTs? Are so there? I haven't, I haven't, Put the thing I want to do between 750 and a thousand. I don't want to do too many. I don't want it to be a 10 K project, but I don't want it to be 20 NFTs. So, okay. Um, I'm, Pushing between 750 and 1,000. And can we say what blockchain my, is? Man? Oh, it's going to be on Ethereum, man. It's going to be on yeah. OpenSea. It's going to be on OpenSea. And, oh, um, okay, cool. It's going, to be, it's going to be cool, man. So, just, just a couple more things I can share with you. Um, there'll be different backgrounds. Uh, there'll be hand painted backgrounds uh, along with like digital color backgrounds. So, a lot of people like the backgrounds that I make in my artworks. I make kind of crazy, you know what I'm saying, all over the place background so those will be incorporated so picture a physical painted back you know background with the digital you know pfp character and other items and stuff that i'm not going to mention but you know it, it's it's uh it's exciting man I'm, I'm excited to drop my first project and i think that well i hope that i'll have success because i've had success in the one-of-one -one space so it's not I'm not a nobody or not a nobody, but I'm not, you know, unknown as far as my artwork is concerned. So now is just kind of the time to start promoting. And, you know, I'm talking with I'm Not Art, the gallery out here in Chicago, and mm -hmm. hopefully they can do a little event for me like they did for my guy Logic. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's uh, you know, I'm trying to just get in touch with the people that can help me bring my vision to life, man. Because like I said, I want to be able to help people. And I think this second step of my career, being able to get, you know, have a successful project and have some Ethereum behind me, I can really, you know, help people or really see my full vision and potential. So that's, well, that's my gonna, step we'll, now. We'll talk, we can talk a bit more off, 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 the, off the recording into it and see okay. how we, <laughs> what is it about but that yeah, man I, i've told I've, i haven't really told people but i've told people so people know about it it's just i okay. haven't shown people and all that I'm, I'm i'm making my discord literally right now um i'm not a big fan of discord but i understand yeah. that you know you Need, definitely you have to have that to to be a successful project so yeah man i've been talking with different people out here and i'm just trying to have a successful project why Go why okay with the obviously the PFP these generative projects, um, is I think it's fair to say that it's saturated in it uh, to a certain extent because there's a lot more than it was a few months yeah. ago. So, why did you take that step to go and do uh, some honest PFP project? Honestly, man, I think that. I think that, I, well, I don't want to limit myself to just being this artist. And that was something that I was kind of scared of coming into the space and it moving so fast and me being so new to art in general. So it's like, man, you all, I don't want to be put in this box and I haven't even tried this or this or this, you know what I'm saying? To, to say, oh, this dude just 
paints on canvas. Like, no, I can do digital stuff. I can do a lot of stuff. I know I do a lot of stuff, man. I'm a creative. I'm an artist in general. I can rap. I can do a lot of stuff. I was going to say that. You got that, you got that big show in there. Yeah, man. I, I, I plan on doing a lot, man. I, I can do a lot, dude. So I don't, I didn't want to be boxed in. And I feel like I, I just think that a project would be dope, man. I think that this, it, I, I plan on, you know, with this project, I've been able to onboard a lot of friends and family that are just now kind of getting serious about it because they've seen my success along with Adidas dropping NFTs and every day a celebrity buys a board ape. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's starting to get people are starting to see now, dude. So that's that's a way I can kind of help onboard, you know, my friends and family as far as my own project that you all can invest in. And and it's just I feel like I'm at that stage, man. I think that uh, another thing too, I'm um, talking with Logic, the Julian, um, if you're familiar with Logic, man, I'm, yeah, man, I'm pretty know, close with him. Yeah, I'm pretty close Google, with him. Google that, right? It's where it's Google. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty close with Logic. So I get to kind of pick his brain and see how he went about his project. He had a very successful project called The Plug that came out. It was 888 of them. He, he, I know his developer and everything, I, his roadmap, all of that was spot on. Um, I'm not art held an event for him out here in Chicago, uh, two different days where one day he kind of just onboarded people and taught people about NFTs. And then, you know, a couple of days later, he had his NFT drop where it was like, okay, now you know how to buy my NFT. Now you can buy my NFT, <laughs> you know what I'm no saying? So, <laughs> Yeah, man. Logic is is dope, man. Logic is really like a visionary dude. So um, I'm just kind of looking to to him for advice and things like that as far as a successful project, because he was kind of a one of one artist or, you know, he's more so like me, but he he understood just how much of a reach he could have if he came out with a PFP project and it was successful. And Logic is the man, you know, I mean, he was the man before the PFP project, but now Logic is like stamped, you know what I'm saying? He's, he's the man. So it's a combination of a lot of it, man. I think, I think kind of like respect too. I think that I, I deserve to have a PFP project that's successful in a lot of people's wallets. And, you know, I, I believe in myself enough that, you know, Eventually, everyone else will too. That's kind of you know. That's, no, that's kind of how start, you gotta too, you gotta back yourself, and I mean, yeah, no one it, else will. You got it. It was never a question of see. So what I was getting at then though wasn't a question of whether you're gonna your project will be successful because I, I no doubt I don't I think it will, but it's just a question of why do a PFP because there's obviously NFTs is the technology. There's so many things you can do. Like you said, you already okay, okay, it. okay. Here you go. Oh, yeah, so utility, utility. Yeah. That's right. that's. I think that's the best. That's the best answer. I haven't really okay. thought about it, but the the reach aspect, like I said, I I can reach way more people with a project that I sell. You know, a significant amount of as opposed to a one of one that I'm trying to price at. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's look at it both ways. Let's say I'm trying to sell a one of one and I add all the utility of the PFP project and I price the one of one at, you know what I'm saying, 50 ETH or something, yeah, yeah. something crazy like that. That's that's a way harder sell than 
having a PFP project and having 750 to 1,000 affordable NFTs and still being yeah. able to get that, you know, my roadmap and my vision and my utility across. So that's that's kind of really what it is, bro. I can help a lot more people because in theory, you know, I'll have those resources to be able to help a lot more people. I guess it falls back to what you were saying. You want to help people and you doing a one-of-one one is only going to help one person, isn't it? So, and building your community, yep. getting reach, like you said. So, okay, like I said, it was just a question because I'm thinking, is this what, because I've spoke, I've, I've spoke to another artist recently and he also mentioned I'm doing a PFP project and he's a one-of-one one artist. So I'm thinking, I'm just trying to understand where, which direction are the, are the artists, NFT artists going now? Are they all going to start doing PFP projects or... Are they doing it because people are familiar to what that is and because everyone's entering the space and it, and what's at the forefront it's, of the nft space is all these pfp projects it makes right. sense for these artists, artists to go okay let me do one so that's my introduction to me and then you can go move on to my one-on-ones as you build yourself up there, there could be lots of reasons why so just, but it's but but it's a difference though because i've yeah. built up the one of one so i i know of artists that you know initially came out with projects and people, you know, the project was successful and then it spun off to them doing one of ones and them being successful. So I'm just doing it the other way around. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I, yeah. Feel like, <laughs> I feel like it's harder to be a successful one of one artist than a successful project that has a team of, you know what I'm saying? However many people and all these, you know, whoever's backing them or whatever, like, no, I, I became a successful one-on-one -on -one artist off of me and you know my, obviously the support from other people but it's my art it's not it's not you know what i'm saying it's not a pfp project it's it's my nah, art that nah, people nah, resonate with so. i agree so i just want i just wanted to pick your, your brain because i think it just the yeah, only thing i'm kind of worried about bro is well i wouldn't say i'm worried about it but my pfp project will be it won't be your typical pfp project it'll be a lot more Ooh, this may sound bad. So uh, let me let me phrase this the right way. Um, I don't think you, you know. I, but before we go, I don't think I don't think you need to express your worries in it. I think okay. uh, we're, at this, we're at this point of being creative. We're at the beginning. We we're going off how PFP projects have looked in the past six seven months. PFP projects in the next year may look totally different. So I don't think it's a right. case you need to argue to say that I'm doing this. This might not work, and so on. I think you take the approach of being a creative, being a built someone, an innovative in the space, and go do it and see what happens. As you can, right. and and the, your audience will speak it, and you'll reach out to who you need to reach out to. Yeah, yep, that's all. You, that's all you can do, man. Put it yeah. out there and see what happens. You know what I'm saying? So I've had, like I said, I've had success up to this point. So you know, let's let's hope. Yeah, man. I'm sure that's gonna man, all right. So let's move on to. Okay, you obviously, obviously created, you're creating art, you're in the space. Is there anyone out there that you'd recommend artists or NFTs that you've bought? Obviously, you know, you mentioned Hashmask, but anything else, any, any artists that you think, okay, like check out this person or anyone that you follow or anyone's work that you think, yeah, this. Um, my, I have a friend named Gavin Mueller. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, he's really dope, man. He, um, how do I? Uh, I'm trying to market this dude the best way. He's not just really giving your reason. Yeah, why, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'll, put his, I'll put his link down below. He's so. he's my favorite. He's my favorite. He's my favorite artist 
that oh how do i put this I, i'm i'm pretty close to him i mean i can hit him up whenever you know he's he's kind of the biggest or my favorite artist that's the biggest artist does that make sense i mean he's so almost 100 ethereum with the project that he's done on open sea i invited him to foundation I've, I've known him since like the summertime i mean I, i've kept up with him and his family he's he's a super dope artist man so uh, Gary V owns a couple of his NFTs. He's okay. he's dope, bro. Yeah, he's. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, think so, he's justifying that he's done. He's doing pretty well. Yeah. He's marketing. <laughs> so so Gavin Mueller, um, man, I have so many like friends I can vouch for, man. Uh, my dev, uh, his name is Brian. Uh, he's he made. Ooh, I don't want to give too much of his information. Uh, he he made something called Edit Tracks. Um, look up edittracks.com if you're a musician and you want to learn more about making music NFTs. That's kind of all I, I will say about him and his project. Um, yeah, man, that's that's kind of. I mean, I, I'll have love for everybody, man. Yeah, but yeah, at I this mean, particular and... time, it's kind of like I'm so focused on kind of my project and getting it out there so I can help. Mm -hmm these other people that that's all I'm kind of kind of focused on but you're looking forward to the next four like the next five years like, are you looking into things about the metaverse like what's your thoughts on on that on what's happening with the metaverse too I, I think that the metaverse will be big I think that wearables this year will be big um and fashion in general will be big in the NFT space. Um, I hope that it will be because I'm coming out with a clothing line out here in Chicago called Sobo, and me and a couple of childhood friends of mine, and it will be in, uh, it will be sold in a well-established, you know, streetwear store out here in Chicago. Um, but I want to get into like transitioning that into like NFT wearables. So, yeah, man. Uh, I can't even envision the next four or five years, dude. Like, really, if you had to kind of like pinpoint something about digital fashion, wearables, what excites you the most like, about the whole NFT space with fashion? If you had to kind of like, I, I, I think that with the what excites me the most is how simple it can be. Um, if you really break down, let's say I own a clothing store, I'm a big clothing brand or whatever. I can literally come out with the NFT. It doesn't have to be the best art or whatever. It can literally be somewhat of a membership. I can, I can give you a membership quote unquote, or, you know, okay, you own this NFT, then you get 20% off of clothing for the year. Or, you know what I'm saying? You can really come up with any type of utility for what you're selling so i think that's what makes it so kind of like you can literally kind of sell a membership to for your clothing or or whatever the case may be um i'm working with a barber out here where i live in um in indiana well i live in chicago but he lives in indiana uh and he's coming up with nfts where it's literally just kind of like a barber membership where you own this nft when you come in the shop you show proof of ownership of the nft and you get whatever perks as far as you know free haircuts every weekend or you know what i'm saying whatever the case may be so he has that value i mean that's value it's people that get their haircut once a week you know what i'm saying that's 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 a lot of value for someone that needs their haircut everybody needs a haircut so what you're saying there is is truth and i think everyone thinks that okay that as it stands nfts has to be this 
whole complex, all this utility and so on, but it can be something as simple as a membership. It's just a case of of way holding data or engaging with your audience, a new way right. to interact with your audience. It doesn't have to be with everything, uh, all the products. Right. So you get a community yeah. and you have an NFT that has value as far as the utility that you're giving it. That's all you need, dude. Yeah. That's, all, that's, yeah. that's all you need. And you can <laughs> make, you can be well, you can be well, you know, for yourself. You ain't got to be well known. And, you know, I know a lot of NFT artists that are doing very well that don't have a big social media following and nothing like that, man. You find your community and yeah, you, you just grow with your, with your community. So. Back to what I was, what you just touched, why I asked you a question about the streetwear and NFTs. Well, what really excites me, I always fall back to thinking about, about the Supreme era and uh, the Stushy era and how that was the scarcity, the exclusiveness, uh, the demand, supply and demand. That whole business model fits perfectly with, with NFTs. NFTs. With NFTs. Yep. And that's why that's what excites me. Now we're going to be able to maybe recreate that and add even more. Uh, value to it in whether it's just physical items or it can be physical and digital items that you can wear in the metaverse so that's what really gets me excited about the NFT space is that uh, there's so much that hasn't been done um i would say that clothing it's only had one use case up till now like we, right. we, wear, we buy the clothing and we wear it or we buy it and resell it two use cases um without but now we're going to be able to apply technology to clothing to verify, verify clothing, to add in AR, or to be able to, Crazy, man. Like, it's going to be so much things you can do. Uh, so that's what excites me. So about the NFT space, man, and and, and, and I, I got a question for you, bro. Go on, shoot. With us talking about just these, okay, where do you see the NFT space? I wouldn't even say in five years, I would say a short time frame. And I asked that, well, I want to ask something else with that question. Huh. With the growing popularity of NFTs, with Adidas dropping NFTs, and I mean, I know a lot of I know a lot of big brands and all that will be coming, you know, they're they're coming. Do you think it will be easier for a new artist? or not even necessarily a new artist, maybe an established artist, do you think it will be hard, easier or harder with the growth of NFTs? So let's say that the average person, you know, let's say both are growing at the same rate. Let's say that these big brands are coming into NFTs at the same time that the average person is coming into NFTs. Do you think that the average person will go for the art of an NFT or the utility of an Adidas or Nike or one of these brands yeah. that are selling the NFT that actually holds value like that. So the, I, I, I want you to give me your answer okay. and I'll give you my answer. And that's right. kind of where I'm and, headed or where I see it's heading. Okay, I'll try and answer it to the best of my ability. So what I would say to that is it depends, and I say this depends at the moment on the community and whether that happens or not what the people like yourself are doing now because if if you stand by this whole what what is happening which is ultimately decentralization yeah and if these big ips come in like facebook what they're going to do like what they've done for everything else is they're going to say okay then if you want to enter our meta that's what i think they're going to do anyway is they're going to say you're going to have to apply by these rules 
and that's centralization isn't it so then if you want to if people start creating in that world then they're going to limit themselves artists and then they're going to limit themselves to what facebook say they can do but if right. they stay in this decentralized way and use all these platforms which it gives them kind of the create the creative process and being able to reach the audience and give them that the, they can take all the value. Then it won't matter. It won't matter. I feel that people are gonna it's gonna be both sides to it. Yeah, and it's gonna depend on the artists of how what route they take and what they think about the space, whether they're gonna benefit fully from it or not. Because I think in the future it's gonna be easier. It's probably gonna be easier to create things on Facebook. Because one, they have credibility. Two, they people are already familiar with who they are, and Facebook will probably put, come up with a thing. I'm just using Facebook as the as the example. They, right. They've already got the infrastructure, probably able to transfer people from one end, from how they are Web.0 to Web.3.0. They're going to they're going to take all their followings, the billion users a day, onto this into this world, and put eyes on this world, and they're going to say this is how you do it. But then, obviously, we've got places like marketplaces like known origin and whatnot is a question of are these are they going to be able to survive hopefully because they're doing great things and we, we as a community need to support and keep this going on the decentralized side rather than supporting or going going where the money is potentially because a lot of money is going to be pushed there where facebook is so that's my answer i don't know if that answers it clearly for you <laughs> uh, it, it it answers it it, it, it answers it and i'm gonna give you my just what i've heard and okay. what i think i mean i'm like a conspiracy theorist so i i got all type of just stuff but a lot of the things that i have a, a very strong intuition so a lot of things that happened last year it, you may think i'm crazy bro a lot of things that happened last year i kind of saw and kind of like you know, I had a feeling that this was going to happen or like this what? was going to happen. Like what? Like what? Is that, for example? Like, I didn't go to, I didn't go to uh, NFT <laughs> NYC because I, something told me that it would be like a drought in NFT sales. Like I, something told me that I would go out there, spend too much money, and then I would either wouldn't get a sale for a while or the NFT space in general would kind of dry up and mm. it kind of did dry up around like October, November, December, you know, it started to dry up. Uh, it's, it's, it's been like exhibitions that I was a part of that I had like an intuition that it would go good or go bad as far as just how it went and things went how I saw it. I mean, I have a friend, bro, that I can, after we get off this call, I can let you ask him and he'll tell you. It's a dude that I've been talking to. I mean, he's a good NFT friend of mine all, you know, all year. And he can vouch for me when I say that I've kind of like predicted these waves. Um, something kind of told me like months ago to create a PFP project. Um, it didn't take me long to kind of execute everything because it was something that was like in the back of my head for months something was telling me like man it's going to get uh, okay so i think like right here today january of 2022 i'm noticing a resurgence of pfp projects of like even old projects yetis are starting to get bought up it's a lot of kind of random like it, pfp projects that are starting to take off again um I, I'm seeing a, a bunch of ape derivatives. It's like everyone wants PFP projects right now for whatever reason. And something told me that 
months ago. Like, I'm like, man, it's gonna get to a point where one of one artists aren't aren't flourishing like they should be. It's it's everyone's gonna be trying to get into these PFP projects. So my intuition coming up is that either a big artist, so maybe you quote me on this, we go back to this one day and if this happens, something's telling me that a big name artist or maybe like the board apes, a big name project will come out with their own platform that will rival, because okay, like a Coinbase and the OpenSeas, it, they, it's kind of like the bigger these platforms get, the more they push the line of like decentralized and centralized. It's kind of yeah. like you you look at Coinbase as like, Coinbase is not like a Chase Bank, but it's not like a MetaMask. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's at that weird in between. And I think that as as all of this grows, people, or as the government tries to get more involved in all this other stuff, I think that people with money will, or, or even the percentages, I mean, people are, are complaining about foundation and the fees that foundation or no origin, all these charge you where at the end of the day, the artists make the platform, you know what I'm saying? The platform is a platform and we, you know, we love the platforms, but if there were no artists on any of these platforms, how would the platforms make any money or survive? You, you feel what I'm saying? So I think that people are, these artists are realizing their true power and mm -hmm. it may either be a group of some powerful artists or devs or whatever that will come out with like a centralized or a decentralized like marketplace that will rival like these marketplaces that are starting to get a little more centralized and not so much for the people. That's that's just what yeah, I think will I, happen. I hear, I hear what you're saying, but I don't even think we're at the level. I don't think even like the open seas and and obviously yeah yeah this is, this they're, is no, they're, that I they're think. nowhere near like I'm talking about we're talking about I'm talking about when big IPs like Amazon or Facebook right they're they're not then they're not no matter how much money they're nowhere near the amount how big them platforms are so I'm saying when that when Apple decided to do something that's when it's really going to see something you know what I mean like when Apple or yeah. Samsung have already started now announced but, but then they, who knows who who knows how soon this could be i mean it's january it's every soon. literally every this literally year. every day we <laughs> hearing year. about this person that person who yeah. we don't know how yeah. plugged in these big companies are with with what's going on so it could be tomorrow that we find out that dude i, I gamestop is coming out with an nft marketplace yeah, did you know that and ebay this eBay is, doing it shopify yeah, doing man, it. This, but is, what, this is what i'm saying it's down to the com this community so it's depend it depends on what everyone else does the people that are in crypto at this point now in the energy community and stands for what it represents decentralization it really depends on what they do the, the community right community that's what i feel and if they sway and push because the money's here and they're getting all these offers here and everyone breaks up then it's just gonna it's just gonna fall forever who's got the power as usual whereas everyone sticks together and builds on the the ultimate goal which what everyone talks about decentralization of these platforms then we will see what People are people in it, <laughs> so we we I don't know. So we're gonna have to wait and see. That's what I. It's, that's why I say it depends on what people do. It's it's so exciting that anything is possible. That we we talking here and sitting here, literally thinking about. I mean, it's it's not. 
it's not out of the realm of possibility. Let's say X copy and a couple other. I mean, it's some artists that that got some money, man, that have done very well for themselves and have a name out here. So let's say X copy comes out with an NFT marketplace just randomly. Oh, people's doing it, it, it may not. Say it again. People's already doing it. People's got an NFT marketplace, hasn't he? he, he yeah, does yeah. he? Yeah, I'm sure people's got yeah, NFT. So it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility for a couple of these dudes to get together and really say like, yo, we about to we got the community behind us. A lot of people already don't really like OpenSea. I mean, OpenSea has a very love hate, you know, relationship with a lot of people. So people are ready for. I don't know, man. I don't know. We're we going to see, we man. Like know. you said. We don't know. <laughs> we don't we nobody knows but that's that's one of my kind of predictions for the future um okay. let me see if i have another kind of kind of intuition um that i've been feeling i just think that the space is just going to continue to grow like it's going to continue to it this is is so crazy man um I think that, it, you know, anything and everything will be an NFT. I believe that, you know, five years from now, kind of mostly anything you purchase uh, or I would say something, maybe maybe the you know more valuable things first, then go down to like a car. I've been hearing people say that, you know, in five to 10 years, if you purchase a car, it will come with the NFT that is just proof that. of ownership. Yeah, just proof yeah. of ownership that, yeah, this came from this dealership. It was made on this day, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that's that's kind of a simple thing to give people, I guess you could say. So I think sense. everything will... Houses, yeah, they do. Houses, because yeah. what... It's just... NFTs will just replace... It won't change. It will just replace things like deeds because it just makes sense. It's more secure. It's more transparent. Just transparent and whatnot. And we can take... And if people create the right... The right platforms we can take out the middlemen like i've seen um oh, what's the guy's name now the asian guy that uh how was one of the how creators of fate how create facebook one of the developers he's a billionaire guys anyone's listening he slipped his, his name slipped my mind so i can't remember but he's been in the nft space for a long for a while he's been pushing it along with mark huber and saying like this is the future and i've seen a video with him uh recently talking about his his biggest loss this year was things like um, financial institutions like PayPal and stuff like that. So he goes, wh where he thinks the biggest gains are going to be is when people build these infrastructures for these payments, uh, decentralized payment sites, and NFTs is going to be a part of that. So yes, him saying yeah, that, yeah. and he's and he's like, he's, I'm assuming his knowledge and his is what is is there in it. So he was a part of one of the biggest things that's happened. Ever Facebook, yeah, right? You know right. I mean? and he's talking about this right now, saying this is what's going to happen. Um, so you can't. I don't think these things should be ignored. <laughs> you know, so yeah, at all, man. It's 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 getting crazy, man. I was I was hearing someone, and I don't know how like realistic this is, but if I think about it, I mean, it it makes sense. Let's say like you have a dying. Let's say you're a super well off. You know whatever and yeah. you're dying let's say you're old uh somebody brought up i was in like a twitter space or something somebody brought up the idea of like you know a will how you you know you give this to oh. your family or whatever somebody was like yeah a, a dude can just 
literally have the family's wallet set up. Yo, you get this percentage or this, this or that. And it's on the blockchain to where once, you know, I don't know how it would be set up, but he's gone and that money gets distributed to the family members and they ain't got to meet in court or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Fight over this or that. None of that. It's already set and and boom. So it's it's a lot of, like you said, it it takes, you know, it, it makes things a lot easier, dude. It makes, you know, proof of ownership a, a whole lot easier. So everything gonna have an NFT one of these days, dude. I've had that conversation, man, like on, on the podcast. Yeah. Um, with, <laughs> with a guy, but we, t- we took it one step further because he was talking about AI and um, being able to turn him to en- turn that into NFTs. So let's say you had a journal that you spoke to you your AI journal every day, which people uh, almost do to a certain extent on social media. They type their statuses, what they're doing, talking about all their feelings. Right. So let's see if you had something you could record yourself and you did that every day, then you could pass that on to your kids which will create an AI robot of yourself, of your personality, your thoughts, your memories. And almost that could be a reflection of you in the future that your kids could speak to and ask questions about your past. Oh, man. And so on. <laughs> and, that's and, like playing God or something, man. That's that's really crazy, dude, to think of, yeah, to be interacting with like holograms of yeah. deceased family members and friends and stuff. Yeah, that's that's definitely a possibility i think it's the next step man i mean it's a bit eerie because we've not experienced it but before it was just photos now why is it not eerie when we watch a video of someone that's passed away it's it's that it's we're just not engaging with we're not interacting with that person now once again we're just going to take it a step further and that could be it man as an nft that's crazy man that's that's to wrap my head around that is it's possible, man. You know, Tupac, I don't remember when it was, like a hologram Tupac was having concerts, you know, sold out concerts. So if holograms can have sold out concerts, you know, and that was like a year or however many years ago, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's man. Insane. All right, <laughs> let's, wrap, let's wrap it up, uh, Golden. Let's talk. I want to hear the question I ask at the end of every podcast is almost like the question you asked myself, but I just want you to explain a day of how you see a day in the next say 10 years with nfts involved like everything that we talked about so you wake up in the morning where do you see nfts being involved in your life uh, whether it's waking up and it's your purchase you're getting your shopping or you look at your picture and it's an nft or so on what kind of things tickets you said you said in like 10 years in 10 years you wake up in the morning how do you how does a day go for you typical day with nfts <laughs> <laughs> not just art. oh oh man dude hey man i i can't i can't wrap i'm telling you man i can't wrap my head around how far how far we've came in less than a year or in a year so 10 years from now dude i may have a nft robot like i i don't know man like i, I may have an nft robot of one of my monsters like being my personal maid in the house <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's it, it it gives it gives so much excitement not just of, of nfts but just tech technology in general dude i think this is just sparking just innovation on another level period with people just excited about the future and what what's possible dude so i think man that we already got self-driving cars or whatever i think that it, 10 years from now okay maybe not a robot but realistically on some nft Maybe in the metaverse. I, I think that, 
there will be interactive NFTs. Matter of fact, I know that there'll be interactive NFTs. Um, my guy, the dev that I mentioned, he actually created an interactive NFT with music. So I know damn well, 10 years from now, there will be a way, you know, a way broader. I, I, I can't imagine, man. I, I feel like, dude, let's say like, what if game systems become like, what if like a gaming platform or a gaming like Xbox becomes like in the metaverse because and people play like you you buy the game as you know you buy an NFT and then you own the game and someone builds I mean it's already cloud services I'll, I'll be playing Xbox on my Android tablet so it's it's Xbox cloud services that you don't need an Xbox game system to play it all you need is a connection you know to the internet so dude it, it could be I think like gaming and all that, dude, is gonna be just it's, NFTs. It's, is is you remember it's, Second it's Life? Crazy, Do you know what Second Life is? You ever you seen yeah. that? So that, that I've uh -huh. always had this vision from from since from I heard about Second Life. I've always had this thought before hearing about blockchain about having this whole Second Life as um in this metaverse, almost like Ready Player. Right. So like you said, you buy the game um to Formula One, for example, a Formula One game, but instead of it's not buying a game. You're buying your admission to enter the competition. So you're almost, you're a driver in this in this uh, virtual world, and you buy your car. It might, you may come with a standard car, and you have to do. You may get a, a few free races to win to win some free some free ETH that you can improve your car. But you're almost doing that career mode in the virtual world, and you're you can become a star because people will come and watch you in this world. Now this already happens to a certain extent because people already go to these EA events where there's like thousands of people and millions of viewers watch it already. So who's to say that people won't go to the metaverse to watch the future? Yeah. Right. Hamilton. The, the Central Land yeah. holding an event or something and everybody in the Central yeah. Land watching a big screen and, you know, something you go? going on. And, and what if jobs and everything like is, is virtual, virtual wearable? What if jobs in general just transition to... I mean, like, kind of what you just said, man. Like, I, I feel like kind of basic. I don't want to say basic. I, I don't know, man. This it, it it makes my head hurt just thinking about the possibilities of where we could be. I mean, I think jobs. It will be literal jobs on the blockchain, as far as like you know, you're a cashier a job. Like, yeah, you're yeah, like, right. Where you I'm work sure at already. Walmart dot eight. And you, all you have to do is make sure these transactions go through for people that buy on Walmart.eth or something and you get paid in Ethereum and you never have to step foot in a Walmart. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's going to get to this point to where people won't even be going outside, dude. Everybody's going to be, if you outside, you're going to have an Oculus on or something. People are going to, it, it's already to this point where you can literally make a living for yourself sitting on the couch as far as the the e-gaming as far as nfts as far as i mean you can you can literally sit on your couch and make a successful living for yourself yeah so it's gonna get to a point to where man everybody gonna be fat lazy and scared of the sun i hope we're gonna become vampires dude when we go outside of the sun here this we gonna melt everybody's gonna be just in in the house i hope that doesn't happen but I mean, we kind of leaning towards it already. So we have we'll a choice. See, I, think, I think we have a choice. I think we like with technology, is how we use it. Um, is going to be, 
he's going to be the, 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 depending on what happens. We have a choice of how we use it. It's there. We can abuse it or we can use it for right. better things. And like, I feel that we're at the early stage of this space and a lot of people in this space, like yourself, we're using it for the better things. We're doing things in the digital world, but we're trying to help people in the real world. We're trying to people, there's a lot of projects trying to help things in the real world, animals, um, environments, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So we're not forgetting that this world that we live in, yet we're just using it to help it and hope, it's, hope that stays there to a certain extent. Um, but you're right, like we're talking about, obviously my age and whatnot, with the younger generation, they they, they don't they, they, they don't go outside no more. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah. totally different, man. They play video games all day, and then with this virus going around, it's it's only I see. you know they encouraging people to stay in the house. You know what I'm saying? If y'all if we've been encouraged the past two years basically to stay in the house, and this ain't getting no better, who knows where? Even you know with yeah, man, you just gotta stay prayed up. Who who knows where we'll be? I think we will get to a point to where, if it's with the technology growth and you know, God forbid, it, any more viruses or anything, people gonna be in the house, man. People gonna be in the house because it's gonna be like, what's the reason to go outside for? I can make money in the house. I mean, I can cook in the house. You know, I got everything I need. People gonna feel like that. I can throw on the Oculus and. Yeah, literally see my friends. You know what I'm saying? We get to that point to where our avatars or whatever are literal. It's like we're all together. Yeah. People gonna be like, "What's the why? Why would I go outside? What do I need to go outside for?" <laughs> it might get bad, man, for real. But let's let's hope not. We got a responsibility, like you said, to yep. facts. Go outside, get some fresh air. <laughs> some sometimes, you know. Now we have all right, cool. So list um is round. Where can people find you? Reach out. Where can people find your work? And where can people if they want to reach out to you? Man, I'm on uh it's, it's Goldie's NFT art everywhere, man. I'm on, I mean, Twitter, Instagram, as far as um, you know, Ethereum marketplaces, I'm on a maker's place, I'm on known origin, I'm on foundation, I'm on OpenSea, I'm on Rarible, I'm on portion, I'm everywhere. <laughs> everywhere pretty much it's goldie's nft art on all platforms and yeah you all be looking out for scary gary's like i said it's dropping in february um i plan on dropping another project too depending on how successful this is but it will be definitely like towards the end of the year but okay. i mean it's, i gotta i gotta do one thing first so it's, it's scary gary's you know what i'm saying as of right now so you all be looking out for that all right, Goldie, well, it's a pleasure having you on. I've actually taken the time out. I've, I've enjoyed the conversation. Uh, lots of gems. We've gone from talking about where the NFT space is going to go to where it's it's been and what what things what kind of things are happening. Like, I think people are going to take a lot take a lot of things from this, a lot of things to focus on. And right, I got to talk about my story yeah. a little bit. It's, it's always love, man, when we come and talk. And I think people will see like, oh yeah, this it ain't nothing awkward. And then we we here talking, bro. So I think that will really resonate with people that watch it yeah perfect well thanks everyone for listening and watching everyone stay listening and stay blessed